Hello and welcome. My name is Ian Mayer and I will be the host of this podcast. In this episode, we will be discussing one of the most controversial issues, not just in the United States, but around the world. Should drugs be decriminalized? Now, before I begin, I think it is important that I share my own position on this question, which is that, in my opinion, decriminalizing drugs would create a system that puts people over profits, prioritizes the health of individuals instead of a misguided belief that any and all drug users are incapable of functioning in society, or that they don't even function in society to begin with. And lastly, the war on drugs was a failed operation. Throughout the podcast, I will discuss all of these statements that I just made. One of the biggest problems that I've noticed when discussing the decriminalization of drugs with individuals who did not support that policy is that a majority of the time, they equate decriminalization with legalization. The idea or picture, if you will, that they immediately conjure up in their mind is a country running rampant with drug abusers, stores where people will be able to purchase these drugs the same as a case of beer or a pack of cigarettes. That simply is not the case. Douglas Husak is an American legal philosopher and professor at Rutgers University with over 40 years of experience to his name. While most of my other sources will have a significant scientific aspect to each of them, Douglas is somewhat unique, because his expertise is not necessarily the law, as he is not a lawyer. Rather, it is the justification of laws, what sort of moral compass certain laws have, that Douglas Husek is an expert in. His work, Four Points About Drug Decriminalization, discusses the linguistic aspect of the word decriminalization in quite extensive detail and I think it is crucial to set a particular standard for the rest of this podcast as to what is meant by decriminalization. Otherwise, those who listen will each be heavily inclined to create their own definition. First, there is absolutely no consensus among those of us who work in criminal theory about the meaning of such terms as legalization or decriminalization. So I resort to stipulation. What I mean by the use of the term decriminalization in this context, is that the use of a given drug would not be a criminal offense. I take it to be a conceptual truth, for which I will not argue here, that the criminal offense renders persons liable to state punishment. Thus, anyone who thinks that the use of a given drug should be decriminalized believes that persons should not be punished merely for using that drug. I am aware that there is an enormous confusion about this topic, In polls, many respondents report that they do not want to see a given drug decriminalized, but do not favor punishing people who merely use that drug. If my account of decriminalization is accepted, this response is incoherent. And that is from Douglas Husek's Four Points About Drug Decriminalization. One part of this quote that really stood out to me was that in polls, many individuals did not see incarceration as a justified punishment for drug users. Most of these individuals who responded in such a manner, I would be willing to bet, do not believe it is ideal to do absolutely nothing about drug users or to simply leave them to their own devices. So naturally, the next question must be asked. For those who use drugs and are severely addicted to the drugs that they use, what would be the response to finding someone in possession of a dangerous narcotic or in the process of using one? A case-by-case basis would be ideal, But the next and most feasible option would be they would enter some sort of rehabilitation or treatment facility, where the end goal will be to ultimately not be reliant on drug use. Until we can fully explain to people that there is a difference between legalization and decriminalization, and until that difference is made entirely clear, 
there is no doubt that the road toward decriminalization will be exceptionally difficult. A more specific example of the line between decriminalization and legalization being quite the gray area would be in the case of Oregon, a state by which their definition recently decriminalized drug use and drug possession. Instead, those found in possession could face either a $100 fine or entry into a drug counseling program. However, a $100 fine is, in my personal opinion, a criminal punishment, similar to the way that individuals are required to post bail in order to get out of having to spend time in jail before the case begins. Bail is always going to be higher than $100, but the sentiment is the same. Oregon's law is not fully one of decriminalization, because there is the possibility that individuals will be negatively punished for their action, should they be hit with the $100 fine.